Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. How we need to be reminded of the goodness of God. The goodness of God is one of God's essential attributes. I believe that when we dwell on His goodness and are reminded of this great attribute of God, we are happier, more joyful, as well as those around us. God's goodness is described throughout Scripture in many forms. In Exodus 34, 6, we learn that God's goodness is abundant. In chapter 34 of Exodus, Moses appears once more before the Lord to receive the law on the new tablets. For you remember that Moses, in his anger of the Israelites' sin, had broken the first tablets of commandment. So he now appears before the Lord again. And verse 5 of chapter 34 in Exodus reads, Now the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abounding in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. As you study this passage, you find that God actually defines himself in terms of eight character qualities, of which one is his goodness. In fact, earlier in chapter 33, God promised Moses that he would allow his goodness to pass before him and that he would be gracious and compassionate on whom he chose. God's goodness is so great and it is so abundant toward us that he uses three different words here in this passage to describe our wrongdoing and his goodness and those um and also his forgiveness. And he tells us in verse 7 that he forgives through his goodness. He forgives our iniquities. He forgives our transgressions. And he forgives our sins. Now, when we understand the difference between these three wrongdoings, we get a clearer picture of God's goodness and come to know that there is no sin, no iniquity, and no transgression too great for God's goodness and forgiveness. Iniquity has to do with perverting the ways of the Lord. Transgression simply means rebellion against God, and sin is literally means offense, primarily by missing the mark that God has set. These three types of wrongdoing convey the idea of falling short of the glory of God. Our perversion of the things of God, our rebellion against Him, and our offending Him by not repenting of our sins. Yet God, in His great abundant goodness, spared us through sending Jesus. Just as the Israelites should have all died for breaking God's law in the desert, yet in God's goodness and mercy, He spared them. Moses worshiped the Lord on behalf of the Israelites, and he pled for God's presence and grace on the basis of his people's unworthiness. Just as Jesus sits now at the right hand of God, the Father, and pleads on our behalf. God's goodness 
keeps on giving. No wonder we can say boldly with David of the Psalms, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. The first step in acknowledging God's goodness is to know that he that his goodness is abundant. No matter how perverted, rebellious, or offensive you have been, or maybe are even now, there is forgiveness in Christ Jesus. Continual, ongoing forgiveness. If we confess our sins, He is just and faithful to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. With God's abundant goodness on your side, it's never too late to trust that goodness, for it is abundant toward you. Accept His goodness today. Walk in it. Believe in it. And He shall reveal it to you personally. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417 451-5636.